What's up, my good sis? This is your girl, Coach Naquandra at The Purpose Place. Welcome to the Women Alike podcast where we talk about the goodness of God and we also get into the realness of what it's like to walk as a woman of God. I am so grateful that you are here listening today and I pray that this message blesses you and encourages you in your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind you to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can be notified when there's a new episode uploaded. Also, do your good work. Don't be stingy. Share this podcast with your friends and family so that they too can be uplifted and encouraged, okay? Now that that's out the way, let's go ahead and get into the message. What's up, my good sis? Welcome to the Women Like Podcast. Let me tell you something. I want to share with you today some things that have been heavy on my heart, some things that have been convicting me, some things I've been checking myself with and getting myself in alignment. And I believe that when the Holy Spirit convicts me and I get new revelation and new understanding about things, that I cannot just sit on it and keep it to myself. So whether I tell a friend or whether I come to the podcast and tell you, somebody got to know. Somebody else has to be blessed by this. Somebody else has to be pushed by the Holy Spirit. Somebody else has to grow and elevate and um, it's all for the glory of God. So today while I was in service, um, Pastor Walt, he said, he said, the way you treat God is a reflection of what your worth is, of what your worth is or him or the worth that you place on him, how worthy you value him um, is displayed in how you treat him. So how you spend time with him, um, what level of priority you place him in your life. Are you just, um, are you intentionally making time for him or are you just trying to fit him in here, here, here and there? And I make it sense. So like, however you're treating God, that is a display of how worthy he is to you. And for me, again, when he said that, that just caused me to put a check in my spirit and like, so to make sure that I'm not just fiddling around with God and not and trying to just fit him in and make him fit, but me just fit myself around him. Um, so that's, that's what today's um, episode and message is about. Just a heart check for us to make sure that we have uh, the desires on our heart are not of selfish motive, but it's just for the glory of God. Um, I heard it today, not today, but this week I was watching a movie and, um, one of the characters said, God is looking for motives and faith. He's looking for why you are praying for these things. Why are you out here serving? He's looking for, why are you asking me for these things? What is your reason behind it? Is it for selfless? Is it selfless or is it selfish gain? Are you doing it just so that you can get something? Are you, are you serving me to just so you, just in hopes that you get a blessing with something? Are you serving me? Are you doing these things for other people because you have a genuine heart to serve because you want to see other people grow because you want to see other people excel? Why are you doing this is what he's looking for because there's going to be a time where we get to the gate and some people will hear, get behind me, I never knew you, right? When um, God, when Jesus was judging the churches in um, the book of Revelation, some of them said, um, you have good works, but your faith, one of the churches he judges said, you have good works, but your faith is dead. 
or you're doing all of these things, but but it's not really for for my people. It's for you. You're doing it just to call yourself holy, just to say that you're righteous. And he said you got to get that to, together. In one of the um, judges of the churches, the, the the church of Thyteria, he told them, "You guys have all these wonderful things going on, but you tolerate." This Jezebel spirit, you tolerate this Jezebel that's going around causing people to do sexual immoral immoral things, things that are displeasing, things that I hate. You tolerate it, right? And so that's why I went to TikTok and I was like, what are we tolerating? What are we sitting around and letting come in and out of our our ear and eye gate that God has, has told us over and over and over again that he hates? That he is against. James chapter 4 verse 4 says friendship with the world is hostility towards God. Let me make it, make, make, let me make it plain for you. How, how long are we going to sit and watch um, movies that show um, sexual perversion? How many, how, much, how many songs are we going to listen to about um, twerking and having sex and doing this and smoking weed and, and getting high and all of that stuff. I don't even have all the cool terms to put it into the way they put it in the in the music because I don't listen to it anymore. But um, how, how long are we just going to sit there and tolerate that type of language? You know? How long are we going to sit and entertain the spirit of murder sitting and watching... Um, shows where people are getting shot down and murdered and this, this, and kidnapped and all that for no reason. How long? How long are we going to sit and tolerate it when we know God is against it? That tolerating it means that you're just sitting and, and letting the thing fly by your your head. Like you're just ignoring it, right? Turn from it is what it is. Turn from it. And talk to your brothers and sisters who are doing it, who 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 have a heart for God, who want to serve God. Talk to them who are doing it. We can't tolerate those things. That's what that church got judged for. He said, you're doing all this good. You're worshiping, you're serving, you're tithing, you're loving, you're kind, you're gentle, but you are tolerating the spirit of Jezebel. And you have to get it right. He says, and we have to get it right we can't compromise our faith to make other people comfortable we have to get out of ourselves and get into the submission to serve god there are some things that you have yielded to that you need to unyield your will to so that you can begin to hear god better so you can be be able to to see what he's trying to show you. But we can't if we're so encapsulated by what's going on in the world. I hope I'm making sense. I know I'm making sense. And I know this probably sounds like very meticulous or very absurd. Like it's really like like some people would say it's not that deep. But it is that deep because it's your spirit that counts. It's your spirit that's being tainted. And we're to keep ourselves holy for our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Right? And we wonder why we're having nightmares. We wonder why we're getting attacked that night. But it, but there's things in this world that we're tolerating that we are allowing 
and there's 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 things in our spirit that we are feeding opening doors for Satan to for Satan's agents to come in and have their way right it's that deep because we can't sit and be um ignorant of what's going on just because it's fun just because it's entertaining there's many other things that are fun and entertaining that does not defile your temple does that does not tempt your flesh how can we expect to grow stronger and grow and, and get better and gain in wisdom and discernment but we're still fiddling in the things of the world we got to be very, very watchful. The Bible says to be watchful, to be vigilant of Satan's devices and not to play with them. And this is how we do them. And so we get into a place and we're telling God, we realize these things and then we tell God, okay, God, I'm going to stop doing this. Or, hey, God, I'm going to wake up at three and pray. Or, hey, God, I'm going to Bible study at this time every day. But we don't make it to the to the Bible study table. We don't make it on our knees at 3 a.m. We don't um, make it through the fast half the day because we we don't feel like battling our flesh that day. And that's me. Because I didn't feel like battling my flesh that day, I broke my fast. Because I just didn't want to go through the, the psychological warfare. When I know I'm strong in that. When I know that I can do all things through Christ because it is he who strengthens me. Understand that anything that we commit to, anything that you commit to, anything that I commit to, you you are accepting every consequence that comes after it. So if you commit to fasting, then you know there's a possibility of you having headaches. You know you're going to have hunger pains. You know you might be slightly a little more irritable than normal. That's what comes with, with fasting. When it's time to study, you say, hey, Lord, I'm going to get up and study at this, this, this in time. You should already expect that distractions are going to come and you should already have your mind made up to battle them, right? I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to me, right? When we say that, Lord, I'm going to get up at 3 a.m. and pray, go ahead and set that alarm so when it goes off, you get down on, on those knees and you start praying at 3 a.m. But we asking God, we telling God we're going to show up in these places and we never do. But when we call on him and we praying and pleading and petitioning for him to do things for us, we we expect him to show up. And then when we don't, when we, when he don't show up, then we're questioning, well, what's going on, God? Did you really hear me? Right? So it's like, we, we want to, we want to take, 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 but we're not giving, we're spoiled. But here on today, that's why we're having this heart check so that we can, we can make sure that our motives are pure. That we're not doing or we're not seeking after these self-pleasing, these self-serving things. But, but we're just doing things to serve the kingdom, to serve God, to serve our brothers and sisters. And don't care what the world says because we are not supposed to be in alignment with the world. We're not supposed to be conjoined with the world. We are set apart. Again, friendship with the world is hostility towards God. So let them people look at you like you're crazy. Because they're going to. Let them. I'm not worried about it. We're not worried about it, right, sis? We're pushing forward in what God has for us. And what he has for us. And so what we want to display 
in when we in the way that we treat God is that we reverence him, that we honor him, that we love him above all else. Above all else that 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 his that our desire to please God, our desire to be in close relationship, that our desire to serve God is above all everything else. I've been saying this all week that more than I want to, more than I want to be in a relationship, more than I want my business to, to make so-and-so dollars, more than I want to be a full-time entrepreneur, more than I want to, um, what else do I want? More than I want to get a new couch, whatever. Above all those things shall be my desire to get close to God, to be in close relationship with him, that my desire to know his heart be way above all of those things because we're in this room with the understanding that without God, we are simply nothing. Because without him, I wouldn't even be sitting here on this podcast telling you anything. Without him, I may not have, would, I probably would not even be sitting here physically today. Without him, I would not have the peace that I have today. I would not have the joy in my heart that I have today. I would not be um, as studious and as confident as I am now today without God. Without God, I am nothing. And as you're listening to this message on today, and you are a woman of God, and you are are, are a believer and, and a lover of God, without him, you are nothing. And so above all of your desires shall be your desire to sit close to God like a daughter and father on a park bench, spending time together. Let your desire for him be above all else. There should be, listen, every day there should be no, oh, I forgot to study today. That should seldomly happen in your life. There should be no, oh, I forgot to pray. That should seldomly happen. Start working to that to that seldomly happening in your life. Just because you are wanting God's relationship, his intimacy, his love above all else. You see what I'm saying? Because when you start creating a lifestyle of prayer, when you start cultivating a lifestyle of studying, when you start cultivating a lifestyle of fasting, that's, that I forgot stuff is going to be a seldom rare thing that happens in your life. There is not a night that goes by that I forget to pray. And, there, and I am working towards there not being a day where I forget or don't make time to study. And I'm working towards making a lifestyle of fasting that there won't there that soon there won't be a day or a week where I say, "Oh, I forgot to fast this week." Because I want to see God that much more. I want to be close-knitted to him that much more. Because without him I am nothing. Without him you are nothing. Let this message be a check in your spirit and for you to evaluate where have I placed God in my life. How does how I'm treating him right now display my worth, his worth to me. And pray 
that God shows you what he sees of you. Pray, Lord, show me how you see me. And when you get up in the morning, thank him for blowing life into you because now you have another opportunity to better serve him. Understand your life is not about you. It's about serving the kingdom. When we, when we, when we try to live this selfish life and do everything for ourselves, that's a lonely life. It's a lonely, it's a depressed life. Because we weren't made to be apart from one another. We weren't made to live isolated from one another. We were made to love and grow in unity and humility with one another. That's what it is. That's what it is. So let this message serve as a check in your spirit of what your motives are. Where is God right now in my life? Am I making excuses for why I haven't spent time with him every day? Why I don't spend time with him daily? How much worth am I really placing on my relationship with God and how grateful I am for the things that he has done for me? Down from blowing life into me to keeping me alive every day. That's what we got to start doing and be intentional, intentional in doing that daily. Sometimes maybe you need to journal once a month and do a self-reflection of your relationship with God and how you and how you've been treating him. Maybe you need to um, do a journal and write down what the desires of your heart are. For you to look and see, am I, is this, are these desires, are these all selfish things or am I being selfless in it? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't want things for yourself because you should and you deserve them, but not above your desire for God. Not above your desire for God. Live in unity and humility. I hope this message blessed you as it has blessed me and has checked me again in my spirit. And it's okay if people look at you crazy or people don't talk to you as much or or they don't, you know, because you were made to be set apart. It, and it is what it is. But you got this. We got this. Because we are women, women alike. Women going after God's own heart. And nobody told us that it was going to be easy. Nobody told us it was going to be rainbow and Skittles. But what it is, it's joy. It's love. It's challenging. It's convicting. But it's all for the glory of God. For he is the one who will glorify us. As we lift him up. As we lift him up. So. Thank you for listening to this message. You go and be blessed.
Hey sis, thanks for tuning into the message today. I really hope that it blessed you and encouraged you. I also pray that it motivates you to keep you pushing forward in everything that God has for you. Before you leave, make sure you are sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Let that be your way of evangelizing to the people, okay? Don't forget to subscribe and I will be talking to you soon.